What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. We are back. Today's date is January 9th, 2019. This is the Fearless Show, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Doris Walker. I'm going to let you introduce our special guest tonight. Yeah, Say what up, yeah. everybody. Well, first of all, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome Definitely back. Definitely Happy New Year. 2019. Just Artist still getting Doris used Walker. to saying 2019. For real, 2019. We're here. But a uh, special guest, uh, been here once. Once before. Once. once. One time. In front of the scenes. Multiple times behind the Behind the behind camera. Behind the camera. She's a lot of our <laughs> interviews. Facts. This is the incomparable Sarah McGarry. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, before we even get to this, man, like, how was how was the holidays? How was how was happening? How was New Year's? How was everything? It was good. We had our very first Christmas in our very own apartment in Brooklyn, New York. I bought a Christmas tree from the dollar store. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and his mom sent us all kinds of Christmas decorations, so we were very festive. Mm. That's we actually that. did it we did it all the way and we, we ended up cooking we started cooking in the morning like I don't even know like 10am and we ate around 5pm and we were I feel like we were cooking that entire time yeah. and we fed uh, uh, other Brooklyn orphans that couldn't go home <laughs> or didn't you know because when you're in the city you don't Always have a family to go to, so. Yeah. We had some friends over, and we shared our food and our love, and it was really nice, and it was, like, really the real Christmas. It's really good. That's dope. I don't know what a real Christmas is, being a basketball player, but it sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> I had a game it's always the tournaments. 26th. You got tourneys or games. Yeah, I had a game You got to come so. visit. You gotta come visit. You gotta come visit. I was in Paris for New Year's, so that was dope. You were what for uh, New Year's? Paris. 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 Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're living it up, man. I did one my one break so far this year, so I had to go go all out for that one. Hell yeah! But survived. We're here and we're back. Um, as many of you guys know who are checking out the site already, we, our site did go through a pretty substantial change, vis- not just visually, but you know a lot behind the scenes. But the website went through some major, major up- upgrades and updates, and you know I think people are liking it so far. But so I did that, mm-hmm. spent you know two, three days getting all that together, and then had New Year's and everything. But it turned out really well. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the website's looking fresh. You guys should go check it out. It, it It's a lot sharper. You know, things are interactive. It's a lot more... User-friendly. User-friendly, for sure. Yeah, I won't pat myself on the back, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it came out pretty good. So, this is the very first trailer show or any podcast of 2019... And uh, we have some things to talk about. So just jump right into it. We're going to hit some have some news items. Starting with the Golden Globes. The award show mm. that nobody talks about but kind of talks about. 
So we're going to kind of talk about it. I don't know. I didn't watch it for sure. I didn't watch it either. But I watched bits and pieces. Watch bits and pieces. Yeah, because I love Sandra Oh. So she did win. Didn't she? Yeah, she won, but she was also hosting. She's Uh the first Asian American woman to host the Golden Globes. So. Congrats. That, she, and she won. Right. But even though the Golden Globes was like trying to pu- pursue, like push like diversity, it wasn't, uh, you know, still never, it can, it hasn't been able to live up to that claim yet. But, you know, that, I, th- I think that's what they, <laughs> that's what they try to do with whenever <laughs> any kind of establishment tries to claim diversity, they always like stick an Asian in there. <laughs> but it's a safe it's a safe bet it's a safe inclusion <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. they're friend they're fr- they're the friendly other you know um uh anyways you can disagree with me it doesn't matter but sandra O oh was the first asian american woman to ever host the golden globes ever in history and she did win she did win yeah her parents were there too so it was a big night for her it was a really big night for her. Like I said, I'm not really up on Golden Globes. I don't really watch it, but I do check on like who won. It kind of is an indicator for what could possibly happen in the Oscars a lot of times, and what mm-hmm. like critics and the larger Hollywood community is talking about a lot. Right. So I do check that out. You know, keep my win streak alive in the Oscars for sure. But. <laughs> But, yeah, I saw some things that were interesting, con- like that were stated as kind of controversial, like the fact that the whole cast and crew of Bla- and the director of Black Panther was there, but they didn't win anything. But the Green Book, mm-hmm. the movie The Green Book, I haven't seen it yet, but it, I read about how they were kind of making a whole nother movie about the white savior kind of you know and how they won all these awards but the black panther it is anything definitely in an awards type of movie um there's definitely a formula to what will get that type of buzz so i mean it was definitely out of touch once not like it's a surprise that they're out of touch once again with what's actually popular and what people are seeing considering black panther was one of the biggest movies Ever, not just this year, uh, to win and to not win anything is obviously a giant snub. But I'm not like too surprised by that because one, it is still in their eyes a genre comic book movie, so they don't really take those that seriously. And then on the other hand, it's happened multiple, multiple times with other movies. Like for example, when I remember when Straight Out Compton was like the highest grossing musical biopic ever. And it didn't win didn't almost win anything. anything because the because the audience are black people and but can they you aren't can you really say it's black people though because it's the yeah, biggest because, like, biopic because, ever that means you know, everybody was watching. Well, it. no, absolutely, but like mm-hmm. specifically with a black with Black Panther, the amount of black Americans that went and saw that movie is way more than the Green Book. Yeah, statistically, for sure. like actually statistics, it is. Um, and they're both talking about or both bring up um, things that have to do with that culture, right? Yes. That are relatable to that culture. But uh, 
but the Green Book won a bunch of awards because the white guy's the hero. You know, they're the... Well, speaking the, from... At the end of the day, they're like the the savior. Speaking but, from my, my opinion, my experiences, I don't really like going to movies for sure to go see those type of movies anymore because those have been like our only story for so long and I'm really appreciative of everything that happened in the past but I don't want to always just see the when type of movies things like were fucking book. terrible like I want is to see is that what you're saying movies when what like movies like what what type of movies um like those historical recounts like I feel like every couple months we get something of back in the day yeah. or like slavery movies or like oppression like yeah, civil like rights movies and i'm like yeah. i like them they're great and i think they're important for people to know the history but those aren't the only movies that we can be a part of and that's not the only movie yeah. i want to see so if i had a choice yeah. between that and black panther there's i'm definitely going to see black panther like i want to see yeah. us in different roles than what i've been seeing us in literally my entire life and it's like 2019 I feel like we should have more stories. And I think we're getting there for sure. So that's why I think I don't personally go see those movies as much. Yeah, no, I totally relate to that. Even with my background as an Iranian Muslim <laughs> a lot, and, a, and an artist, a lot of artwork that gets a lot of attention are artwork about wars and oppression and basically that same narrative and that same rhetoric that white people are comfortable with talking about Mm. when they talk about us you know that's what that's the narrative that they know and that's the narrative that they feel comfortable with but if 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 you show work that is outside of that narrative then they're not quite sure what to do with it and and i and i feel I, f- I relate to what you're saying because I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing art about war. I'm tired about, you know, there's so much more to our people. There's so much more to our culture. There's so much more to our history than war and fucking, sa- uh, I mean, sadness and, you know, crying. And that's like a major influence in my in my work is to make images that, show like that simply show a happy muslim yeah like a happy satisfied muslim living day-to-day life yeah i mean doing regular things that any other person can do but is not widely shown within the media news movies tv shows because that's not the muslim rhetoric that's not the muslim narrative that they like to put out here in the West. Yeah, we I no definitely offense. can agree with that. And I think that's a big yeah. reason why Black Panther was so big with the black communities. Because it wasn't just another guy that was oppressed or having to overcome a horrible life. Like, he came up great. Mm-hmm. Like, he was living great. Like, he was just a normal, happy person. Like, it wasn't like he had to go through all this bullshit that, you know, come from the ghetto, come from, you know, this, that, and the third. And to get there, and he was like just a normal well, not normal, but he had a different start in life than what we always see in movies. But when I was talking about the Straight Outta Compton thing, it was relevant to me because this year, Bohemian Rhapsody took away a lot of awards from Golden Globe. And it's a movie that, like, it was stylish, it was cool, but it wasn't, like, a, a great, I wouldn't say it was, like, a great movie. 
And it's not one that was critically, like, even acclaimed for being a great movie. So to see it win as much as it did was a bit surprising to me. You watched it? You watched the movie? I've seen it, yep. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. It's good. I'll say it's good. One of the things that I appreciate is that the main character, the main actor in that movie, he's actually an Arab descendant. Yeah. You know? Rami Malek. He won, uh, too. He won Best yeah, Actor. his name one more time? Remy Malik. Remy, yeah. And he's actually... Mr. Robot. He, 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 he's actually, a, a, you know, somebody from that culture. But also, what's his face? What's his name? Freddy? Right? Freddy? The guy who Bohemian Rhapsody is about. Oh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Freddie. Freddie was also Middle Eastern descendant. And he was gay, so this movie was... Awards bait. <laughs> yeah, for now, yeah, for this... But yeah, I just speech. don't think it was that good of a movie of a to movie. win all these oh. awards. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't say. It's enjoyable. I'll say it's enjoyable. Like, it's enjoyable. Rami Malek does a good job. I feel like actors who portray, like, famous people, like people as famous as this, and they just do a good job... They typically win awards because even That's if you hard. look or sound or act like that person, you're probably going to win an award from that. And he did a good job. It's also, it's also hard to act like act act out a character that's so well known. Yeah, this is why. Yeah, so, so that's visible. why it's like when uh, Jamie Fox did Ray Charles. Like that's why people love it so much because it's like that's such a big iconic musician to kind of portray and to do it as well as he did so i'm not surprised i'm not like super surprised that one but to see this win and then like to see straight out compton get snubbed and straight out compton's like a thousand times better straight out compton is an old movie though right yeah but i'm saying at the same cycle they didn't (laughs) yeah but it's a different age you're talking about when would that move when did that movie four four years ago four years ago Okay. It's not that long ago. Okay. Yeah, it's pre-Trump, though. That's a whole different <laughs> era. Uh, is it? It is. Yeah, it is. There's a pre-Trump era and a post-Trump era. It hasn't maybe been labeled that way yet, but it will be. <laughs> in my opinion. Mm. Again, it's all my opinion, so whatever. Well, those were <laughs> just some of the takeaways I got from the Golden Globes and why not? Yeah. But if uh, you guys have watched the Globes and you guys regularly watch the Globes, let us know what you thought about the night and uh, the winners and any surprises or snubs. And is there anything that you think will be uh, a front runner for the Oscars now because of this? Yeah. I just got to say, for me, it was, I like that Remy won because it was a Middle Eastern descendant man. He may have not grown up in Egypt or wherever the fuck his parents are, but he represents that part of the world. And for him to win awards, even even if the movie wasn't that good, it was still a big deal. But And also seeing Sandra Oh, like... um Because she's such a funny, serious, strong woman, you know. She's so outspoken, like, she's so forward. And to see her host, that was a really um, big deal for me. But the Golden Globes is the Golden Globes, so they, they, like you said, it's not that much different than how it has been. 
it's the globes. They're yeah. important. There's a formula, kind of, like you said. You know, kind of. <laughs> kind of important. Probably used to be a bigger deal back in the day. Not so much now. All about the Oscars now. Uh, but since we're talking about movies, I'm just going to stick with it. So over the break, I did get a chance to catch up on a lot of movies, though. I don't know if you guys got to catch any movies that you maybe have been behind on over the break or not. We didn't watch too many movies. We watched the new Black Mirror. Did you see that? The interactive Black I just Mirror? finished watching Black Mirror's the episodes tv shows so i haven't gotten to the movie it's not a movie it's like a new interactive yeah episode that came out choose your own uh ending yeah yeah i haven't seen it yet you watch it yeah yeah we went through yeah we went through we tried to go through as many scenarios as we possibly could they said there's what like five endings and like maybe one scenario or something like that I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, I mean, it works just like those Goosebumps books. Yeah. Like, if you ever read Go them, to page. So. Yeah, go to page. Like, it, it's yeah. like, it, but it doesn't, yeah, it, it kind of, you know, but then, like, you know how there's, like, quick dead ends in the book? So, mm-hmm. like, it, it's kind of just like that. Like, kind of movie will be a quick dead end. But it's cool that they have shots for some of the quick dead ends. Yeah. So, like, even if it is, like, something, like, stupid and lame, they, they, they shot a whole. Scene for, uh, it. scene for it just even if it's just like a you know 30 second chop to something else but i mean we're probably gonna have an article about this soon but i, I think that it's definitely that format is going to be it's gonna i think it's gonna open a whole new lane in movies like the film industry for more movies and experiences like this yeah to be interactive I like that formula. I think I think it has a lot of potential. I think that I think that because they did that that now Netflix or at least movies and independent artists can actually produce alternate endings mm-hmm. but then like but do things in a more creative on purpose way. Like where where it's like where you can see breaks in the storyline. And it's like, what if it happened this way? And they give you both of those movies at a breaking point or something. So it's not just one scene that's like an alternate ending. It's like you get like Branching almost paths. two separate, yeah, branches. They could so so like they could literally create like one and a half movies. You know. I mean, I think it only makes sense considering people are already so tactile with the phones and the touching. And then you have the whole new format of just watching movies through like a streaming service. So you have control like that. So I, I for sure think it's going to be uh, the future, not like all movies, but a definitely like a specific lane for type of movies. There's going to be a way where that's going to be. There's definitely going to be a way. What was interesting, though, about this specific episode is that Netflix actually takes advantage of this moment. And there's like, like there's some points in the show where the character's like, I'm being controlled by some outside source. So So he's addressing us, yeah, making decisions for him. And then at some point, there's actually a point where you try to explain Netflix to the character, like the actual Netflix. Yeah. 
Like, like it too. It makes you choose whether you Spoilers, tell him what Netflix obviously. is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or not. And he's so. like, "What's Netflix?" You know. And then you're like, "It's this streaming online, blah blah blah, for the of the 21st century." Because the because the show is set in the before. future. Yeah. No, in the past. I was in the past. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the past. So they don't have Netflix or streaming like TV yeah, shows online like, yet. Uh, like. What is it like? The so it's interesting that Netflix kind of like does like a self promotion in that. I mean, at the same time, you putting money behind it, you I'll give you a pass for that. You know, it's not like you're yeah. plugging like Coca Cola or McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it's not like just like you choose what the ending is, but you are actually made aware of your presence. I like that because it kind of makes you feel like you're a part of. The story, the yeah, yeah. So yeah. I like when they break it's the fourth weird. wall. Yeah, they give you a little. They they actually do it real well because it is Black Mirror, where it like makes you think about like you know real world, like yeah, like you know like Twilight Zone shit, mm-hmm. like that one actually by breaking the fourth wall puts you into that player one seat and like you actually are actually. So is it like what, I feel like it's like one of those? I don't know if you've been to amusement park. And, you know, you get in those little rides, those kind of VR rides where the shit moves around and, like, you have the screen. And the guy's, like, talking to you and, you know, you go there and you do this. Except that now you're, like, actually interacting directly and, like, controlling the story. Mm -hmm. Kind of, but not, not... Not the same. It's not as exciting because because, <laughs> because, because in the show, but it could if be you pick if you it pick an alternative experience, and if it's not the story they want to tell, they make you go back to the story. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah. you can't go all the way off into a whole new well, world. I mean, this they still bring you back into their world. Yeah, this isn't the the very first attempt at this, but this is definitely like the the highest. Like budget, biggest property, so it's like the biggest test yeah. for this type yeah. of thing. And yeah. I mean, for me, I think like, say they have experience in the movie theater where it's like a group thing where the entire group can decide on like a certain choice, and like majority chooses, and you do this, and it's like more interactive that way. And I think that would be an interesting way to kind of evolve film and like kind of open up a new lane and i think people go to cinemas more if they had like experiences like that where you can have like a group thing where it's like more of a instead of everybody just sitting quietly but actually being involved in the story that'd be i think that'd be dope if we reach to a point in technology where we can actually build the movie as we're going on like in terms of like vr virtual reality uh, like while you're watching the movie and you're just like well I, my character wants to do this and then it develops as you're developing through your mind yeah whatever that's the future <laughs> but that would be cool i mean for <laughs> i can only imagine like for something like this some technology experiment like this I, I can't imagine a better property to do it with than black mirror considering like that's what their whole thing is is about technology so Mm. I just finished Black Mirror, by the way, and Mm. there's some episodes I really love, and then there's some that I just don't like at all. Sometimes it's like, 
just nihilistic just for the point of being like nihilistic and fucked up. Yeah, some of them are just like, okay, I got Some it. shit's just like mean-spirited and just shit, and it's like not really a point to it. And then there's some that like really say something, you know? Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah, so I binged that. So I haven't watched yeah. Bandersnatch yet. I gotta... You watched that Infinity War movie, the comic book movie? Well, that's on Netflix, but we've, we've, we've talked about that because we saw that. Oh, yeah, we definitely broke that down. Well, it's, yeah, it's a blockbuster movie. Yeah. <laughs> the new one's hey, the new one's coming soon though. Yeah. Yeah. The new one is coming soon. And um <laughs> they just released the trailer for it, Endgame. Of course it's yeah. gonna sell a trillion dollars and you know, be the most talked about movie of the year. But can't wait till that one comes yeah. out. Definitely. But before, yeah, I don't know that. if you've seen the new Jordan Peele trailer. No. I heard about us. it, but I haven't seen it. You have to watch I've it. I've heard a lot about it, yeah. actually. You gotta it's watch like it. He's making like, a movie? Um, he is making his follow-up to Get Out. Um, It's not a sequel, but it's definitely in the same spiritual like lane as Get Out, where it's like this psychological horror with like racial... Comedy. Like Comedy undertones. Thriller? Yeah, cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's coming what out in March. I want to say March sometime. It's pretty soon. Oh. You got to watch the trailer. It's good. He takes the Five on it song and he like turns it into like a horror soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Fucking dope. Oh, shit. It's dope. I'm excited. Okay. He, he, look, he definitely looks like it's going to be right up there with Get Out. Word. And he's got a pretty oh. good cast. Actually, so the guy from Jordan's doing very well for himself as a director. Very well, way better than I thought that he would be. Oh yeah, like we saw that Black Klansman that he did with Spike. I did watch Black Klansman actually. That's one movie I did watch over oh, break. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's trippy. It's like an artsy movie, kind of. Yeah, it's definitely structured like a Spike Lee movie too. I kind of yeah it. yeah, especially the ending. But I could see. I could see it like I could see that Jordan. I felt like he like reined it in from going too theatrical, like not going past the point of it being just like this is part of the theater that we're overdoing. Except you know, for like, except for the ending. Yeah, except for the ending. He went full like, on Spike on the ending. I felt like I felt like Spike would have like Chirac'd it, and Jordan was like, "No, nah, we're not going to go Chirac." He was close. You know, it was a couple of times. It was close. Was close. It was close, but it wasn't. But he didn't go full Chirac. But I'm just saying, the, the end. The end crazy. was like was the full blown Spike Lee at the end. They even did the inside man, like the where he's not, where they're not walking, but the camera's like they're on like a trailer and the camera's pulling him. Yeah, they, he did all that, like full blown Spike. Well, but it was good. Yeah, sorry, Black Hinesman's not an artsy movie. Black Hinesman is pretty. What's the movie with the collar that we watched? That's an artsy trippy movie. What? No, thank you for calling movie that I always say the wrong way. Sorry. Sorry to bother you. Sorry I watched that too. Yeah. That's a trippy movie. It got a lot weirder than I thought it was going to. Yeah. That's a- I kind of expected that <laughs> when I seen the whole elevator thing and like this. No, actually. Oh. Right, there's parts you for sure did not. Okay, it's not the end. Hit the fuck out of here. The, the, the way that the plot twists, 
that that whole that thing shit was, was like, out of oh. left field, bro. Like, like, wait, what's like, happening? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> this is what it was, and nobody said anything. I was like, wow, everybody kept that real secret. I didn't hear a word about this part. I don't know how I felt about it, honestly. Like when that happened, it kind of took me out of it. At the end, it was like almost too much. Like, but then it was just them being so literal because it was like it was too much. But then it was like making a point. It was like it was like. They're basically, even even though it was, they're just like workhorses. It was like I'm literally making sure you're a workhorse for the rest of your life. Too much, bro. It, so like I knew it was, I knew it was just like crazy, but it was, it was just like them making it overt in a in a movie, but but showing you like if if we could, we would literally make you horses to make you a workhorse, but I and, and make sure I don't you can't know. sleep. Whatever the fuck, but yeah, no, nah, that shit was wild as fuck. I wasn't expecting that. When shit. that shit happened, but I, I was but like, I understood the metaphor. What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> what just happened, bro? Like, yeah, I thought they were on a great path, and then that shit happened. It kind of took me out of it. I could see that. I could see how you would like feel different once it got to that. Point. Yeah, it felt completely different after that. What else did I see? I saw Hereditary finally. Um, I don't know if you ever saw that movie. No. The horror movie with like the girl and then the mom. Hereditary? No, I don't think I saw that. We've definitely talked about it multiple times. We talked so. about it. I remember you saying something about it, but I haven't. I haven't watched a horror film in a while. I'm watching anything. Watch this one, bro. Yeah, it's hard to walk away from this one and not feel like those movies. We used to go to the theater because I don't like horror movies. (laughs) Because once you see enough in your real life, you really don't need to go to a movie to see it. Because it just it brings you. It just you don't really need it. I don't understand. That's like an American obsession. I love horror horror movies. The Grey's Anatomy theme. Yeah, but that's like yeah. I like yeah, but I like drama. I like drama. (laughs) I like drama. I like stuff that makes me think about life and stuff. Oh, this will make you think about life. (laughs) I guarantee this shit. Like to see like stuff just to like make my insights turn. I don't want to see All that. Alright, Doris, watch Hereditary, bro. <laughs> I'm check it out. I'm check it out. This shit, it makes you fit. Like, it's definitely one of those movies like, yo, what the fuck? Like, by the end of it, you're just, I'm what's just sitting there. Movie, what's another horror movie that, like, I've probably seen that you, you feel like it's like that caliber? Like, Hereditary <laughs> is the caliber of another one. Honestly? I, 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 I can't. Is. No. is it its own lane or is it just that good? It's its own lane. It's its own it's lane. Good. Like it's not like a traditional horror story. Yeah. It's kind of dealing with like witches, not witches, but cults and mm-hmm. you know possession type of things. But like that kind of stuff. in like its very own lane. I don't know. Have you seen? Have you seen the witch? That sounds mad familiar. I don't think I did see that. No, it's kind of in that slow burn oh, okay. type of way. Like you're not necessarily sure what's real, but then when shit fucking jumps off, it's like mm. full blown. Like what the fuck? Like it's okay. a fucked up. By the end of it, I was like, just look, just think, 
you know, just thinking about the fuck I just saw for like the last 15 minutes. Like, it was legit. Like, I was like, like, I've seen a lot of scary movies, so I don't like get scared of movies. So there's no point that like made me scared, but it's fucking unsettling. Like, it's yeah. one of the most unsettling movies you will see in the past decade, guaranteed. <laughs> that shit was unsettling, bro. So I would definitely suggest Hereditary because that was. Uh, it's like one of those you just have to see. Just have to. I don't know if there's anything else I watch. Um, well, do me a sec. Do me a favor real quick. Your camera, I'm not picking it up on my recording. No? Nope. I try to refresh it. Yeah, try to refresh for me, yeah. Apparently that new movie that Sandra Oh is in is a horror movie. Uh, Killing Eve or something. That's a TV I show. I that yet. It's a TV show. It's a TV show? Yeah. Oh, what, that's what she won the award for. And it's not even uh, really a horror? No. You watch it? It's good. It's actually a good show. Like, a really good show. Really? Cool. Not horror. It's, yeah, not horror. It's actually pretty funny, some parts. It's like a fucked up funny, but it's funny. I gotta see it, though. Yeah, I would watch it. It's not scared. You wouldn't be scared, I don't think. I don't know what your threshold for horror movies is, but I don't think you'll be scared. I just don't like... I don't like... Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't like unnecessary gore or, like, unnecessary... Yeah, don't watch Hereditary. Like, I don't like... I don't like watching, like, you know, rape or murder in a very, like, intimate... Way so like, saw like is a no go it. for it's you. Too, the saw movies. No, no, it's too it's close to home, mm-hmm. and you really don't need to see that stuff. You really don't. If you've been through any of the anything close to that kind of stuff, you don't want to go watch it. But if you live in America and you live in La La Land, then you're intrigued by that stuff until it happens to you, and then you're not so intrigued. Well, that's my opinion. There's a lot of different horror type of movies out there, though. <laughs> so, I mean, if we're talking like. Yeah, I like mystery. I like drama. I like. It's not like I'm like, oh, I want to watch a happy comedy, romance comedy, or whatever. I like mystery and drama. I like movies that deal with war or, you know, real life type of situation, like in a. and not a gory way, where they. Where they express the sentiment and they express the deepness of it without showing you all the gross blood and the, you know, the traumatic stuff. You don't need the traumatic stuff, in my opinion. Mm, Okay. Agree to disagree. You can hint at the trauma. (laughs) You can hint at the trauma, but you don't need to visually show the trauma. Mm, Depends. I can make you feel it, and I can make you cry without showing you it. Depends. Really depends, I think. I agree there's points, some movies that go too far. Yeah. Like, so I started just getting into the just straight gore of things. But I mean, after they, after they like, made it a franchise. Yeah, once they franchised it, it was just like a, a franchise, torture porn you know, movie. They're just throwing it, I mean, you know. It was like, a torture porn movie at that point, and it was just, yeah, like, basically. not even scary or interesting but yeah. the first two were damn good 
Yeah. Those ones were scary. And then after that, you just, people went because they really enjoyed that kind of stuff. So yeah. it wasn't scary. It was just like, oh, shit, look at that. Like, you know, it's like, it's intense. It's crazy. So, I mean, that shit is crazy. It is? <laughs> that shit is wild. That shit is wild. But, I mean, the drama in those can get crazy. Just like between, like, the relationships between people and how, like, you know. Sometimes you never see something coming and shit like that, but yeah. Just go watch Hereditary. Trust me on that. <laughs> and then, then tell me what you think about it. <laughs> like, have, have you started This Is Us yet? <laughs> the TV show? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not a horror movie. No. That's more like a drama <laughs> show. It's really, it's really um, a family show. It's a family show. Yeah, it's a family drama. Yeah, you you would watch it with your family. <laughs> you could. You could watch it with your family. Like, you probably like if you were by yourself. That was probably not the first thing you would want to watch. Well, I watched Event Horizon with my brother and mother, so not sure. Your definition of a family family movie is mine. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. I'm just saying this TV show is a show that you can watch with your family. I don't. I'm just saying. You know, my family we watch different movies together and shows We're together. About general. We're talking about like rated E for everyone, not like rated like like Dario. Like yeah, Dario. like it's <laughs> like if you have kids in your family, you can watch this TV show with them. Uh Okay. You know, it's not anything that's gonna like be crazy. Yeah, but it is. I mean, there's some dumb stuff. No, I mean, I've heard of it. I've definitely heard of it. I'm kind of noticed about, but yeah, it has Mandy Moore in it, which is weird. So how glory could it be? It's a name I haven't heard in a while. Right. That's what I said. Like the '90s. I was shocked when I saw. I was like, "Is that Mandy Moore?" It's like, "Oh shit." And she's pretty good in this. She does a good job, yeah. This is us. Yeah. yeah maybe. Maybe. There's too many shows out there, honestly. Probably won't get around to it. There's a whole lot of shows. I like binge watch. The thing about This Is Us is that they have really good... It's in. It's the way they make the show. Because the stories are not new, per se. But the way they are cutting... The director of photography knows what he's doing. He's probably a younger person because he's doing he's he's developing each character in a very intimate way. So each character has a story and a backstory and a history and a future, and they go back and they go back and forth in time through the show. Mm-hmm. So you'll be watching the show, and then all of a sudden you see the characters as young people, and then mid aged people, and then older people. You know. But it's not a chrono. It's not in a chronological order. Like they go back and forth within one episode. Yep. You know, and then they they actually develop each character way more than most shows do. You know, most shows they have like one or two characters where they give you their whole story, and then everybody's just kind of there to cater to these two main characters. This show, everybody's kind of a main character. At some point or another in the show. That's the interesting thing. That's why they're getting so much like love and like appreciation. Because 
each character is developed and their story is told and they're all an outsider and other in some sort of way. Most of them. Hmm. Yeah. That's why it's kind of cool to watch. Yeah. Um, I might. I don't, honestly, I don't know. We'll see. I just haven't watched like a sitcom type of show or one of those series in like a really long time. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to get around to it. But I've I've definitely heard about it. Uh, I know it's one of the most popular shows, especially in terms of like awards. And mm. who's the black guy who was in it? Um, Sterling something. But oh, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very strong character. Yeah, I know people talk about his performance a lot. So I've been, you know, me and check out, but I'll we'll see. I'm more into like Game of Thrones, which I can't, which is almost upon us, and I can't wait. Yeah, I can finally it's the start final it. Season, right? The, the final no, no, season, second to like, last season. Oh, I saw like posters of it in the subway. It's finally, finally here. Finally here. It's got this season and then next year. Okay. And then there's a prequel coming. So it's not over yet. But nice. these next two seasons are about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait. <clears throat> but I mean, the last three movies I did want to talk about that I caught up on. I finally watched Venom. And I finally watched I've Solo. Mm. And I watched Aquaman and Predator on top of that. Predator was terrible. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> that franchise has been, had been. It looked terrible. I don't know why they're still making those. Uh, it's the classic thing of, hey, you remember this thing? You like this thing? How about the super version of this? Like, it's, it's, it's twice as big, it. twice as fast, twice as strong. That's basically what it was. Yeah, it's Jason in space. Not it's as Jason bad as <laughs> not as bad. Not nowhere near as bad as Jason X, but it was pretty <laughs> fucking bad. It was no, definitely not. I haven't seen it movie. so. <laughs> It was not good. They they don't know what the fuck they're doing with that franchise. Um, Solo, or I watched Venom. Venom was... I've heard rarely mixed reviews about Venom. I actually enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it, yes. It's not an objectively... Uh, it's not objectively a good movie, but it's damn enjoyable. And if you like Venom, oh. and you like Venom doing Venom shit, like, in a actually... In a accurate way, yeah. Oh, really? you'll enjoy this movie. And Tom Hardy's actually really good in it. And it makes sense that Tom Hardy would be Venom. It's like one of the, it's like a generic comic book movie, but Venom carries the movie, and Venom is fucking good in the movie. So that's the whole point of watching it. So I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it made a lot of money, so we'll get a sequel, and hopefully it'll be better. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think they'll introduce Carnage? Yeah, they... Well, spoilers, but it's been out for a while. Um, the Easter egg at the end was Carnage being introduced. Okay. That's what's and up. it was Woody Harrelson playing the guy. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to play it the way that the old... Like the story with Venom and Carnage. Similar. Uh, they already set it up, kind of. Well, then I already know the end, and I don't even want to watch the movie now. No, I'm just kidding. 
you I you'll probably like it, bro. Honestly, like if you're looking at it as like a, from a critical standpoint, like oh, yeah, I'm not gonna look at it. But like, if you look at it, there's as no like, way they could do what I would want it to look like justice, because my shit would be like it'd be a cross between like Dark Knight and The Watchmen, and like but with like Venom in it. So then it it have it'd be even crazier. I don't even know. But if you want to see Venom, like real Venom, not the the uh, Spider-Man Three Venom, you're gonna enjoy <laughs> this movie. That's the all. Spider-Man Three version. That's not real. Terrible. That's not even a real. And then I saw Aquaman and over the week break in theaters. Okay, Much heard that that's honestly, it was one of the better DC movies they've made, and it was oh, really? so much better than I expected it to be. Oh, then I gotta see it. Somebody didn't like it that I know. I mean, I can see where somebody might not like it, but I enjoyed it, and it was so much better than I thought it was going to be, and he was so much more badass than I thought they could ever make him. I did. I thought they were turning this out to be like the most badass version of Aquaman that it could it's ever be. basically Jason Momoa. So yeah, it's basically him playing him. <laughs> like he's not like he's really playing Aquaman. He's Aquaman playing Jason as Jason Moe. Yeah. But <laughs> That's funny though. It was good. So He's the perfect character for it. And James Wan is actually a really good action sequence like director. So you get mm-hmm. some dope moments in there. And then the last one I saw, I finally saw uh Solo. Yeah. How was that? Like, Have you seen it? Still never got around to it, man. I never heard a whole lot from... Nobody talked about it, bro. It was... I was supposed to watch. Nobody did ever really talk no, about it. No. It just came and went. It was just surprising for a Star Wars property, but... But that's what I'm saying, like... Was it good? You saw it? Was it good? It was... I was expecting... <laughs> I was expecting the absolute worst, so it was okay. better than that, but it wasn't, like... Man, I want to see that again. You know, it was just kind of like, well, that happened. Uh. <laughs> didn't really need this. You know, it was one of those moments like I didn't really <laughs> need this. But I will say there is a Darth Maul cameo at the end, which was fucking sick. Oh, word. Yes. I might have to see it just for that. Just for that. Just for the Darth Maul yeah. cameo. That sounds lit. It's I mean, I would say like the guy doesn't do a terrible job as Solo, but it's. As soon as like I how can you play it, Solo, like, I, I like how oh, can you not, how can it not be Harrison Ford like it's just like come on it looked like a waste of time bro I just couldn't do it I mean as you I see like, people don't talk about it it just kind of came and then went and it was just yeah. if the movie's called Han Solo in in the biggest actor draw is is Mace Windu or I mean and not Mace Windu I said Mace Lando Calrissian Lando Calrissian then if Lando Donald Glover was dope in draw, Huh? Donald Glover was good in there. He was good. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If if the if the supporting actor is the major draw of the movie, and then the trailer didn't even like have anything exciting in it, it was just like it, it looked like stock footage. Yeah, it was just like it was just one of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't really, didn't I didn't really, I didn't really need this. Like, yeah. So I, I don't know. Who was really asking right. for this? Yeah, it's just one of those. Like, I think I think they just made a movie so childish could be in Star Wars. I'll say it's better it's like than I, be in Star Wars. I liked it more than Force Awakens. Uh, 
Oh, really? I hate Force Awakens. You know this. Um, <laughs> Force Awakens is so bad, though. This... That was like, I, I walked out, I was like, this is the worst Star Wars I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the first relaunch. Um, They're like the very first of these new ones. Of these new ones. It, I don't know. I feel like it's the one where nothing happens. It's the one where they copied episode four almost beat for beat. Except oh, with different that's characters. why it was so annoying. Because I was like, why are we watching the same shit over again? And then they, then the second one it. came. And the second one tried to basically erase everything the first one did. And it's their own shit. It was just, right, it was just new trilogy. just trash. It was, clum- it was a clumsy roller. I, I didn't know what they were trying aren't to they do. do. But aren't they like created by different people? I think they're directors. Yeah, different directors. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. That makes a difference. A huge difference. And then for the third one, they rehired this first director from the first movie. So it's just like J.J. Abrams, which stop giving him these fucking franchises, please. Like, he has no original ideas. None. Oh, see, that's a little funny because the second one was the one that I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be cool. It was better, but it wasn't like. No, it was just better. That's all. It wasn't. It wasn't. Good basically, they raised all these questions in the first one, and then the second one doesn't answer any of these questions and basically destroys what the first one even tried to set up and ignores all that shit. And then, yeah. but then they rehire the guy who made the first one. It's like, bro, this is a fucking mess. Like, what are we doing? And it's supposed to be a trilogy, and I don't know how the trilogy is gonna. It's just they they killed. The way they did Luke Skywalker is terrible. Like, I could just go on about this. That shit, Luke bro. Skywalker thing. That was atrocious. It's just an atrocious franchise at this point. <laughs> it, it seems like they're clout chasing. <laughs> they're money chasing. Fuck the off. They're money chasing. chasing. The bag. Yeah, they're just throwing the bag out. They already got the clout, so it's not clout chasing. Well, what's happening they're is... They're just... Yeah, they're it's just getting chasing. diminishing returns if you look at Solo, so... They need to figure some shit out. Mm. But yeah. It was moves I caught up on. Uh, of a break from this past year. wasn't... I really, I really didn't miss out on much this year. I don't think it was a very strong year for movies. No, there wasn't a whole lot of huge things. I still got to see that uh, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper movie. I oh, feel like Star is Born. I heard that was really good. I feel like I don't need to because people have been talking about it so much. <laughs> I don't know, man. I heard that was. Really I saw the good. music video that they had for their single. The music and stuff. was really good. So then I was like, "Oh, this is probably gonna be dope." Because I know Lady Gaga doesn't take it hella serious, so it's like she'll probably like out act Bradley, and he's like acting and directing. And if I've there's a hundred kn- people in the room, and nobody believes in you. There's one person that believes in you, and that's Bradley Cooper. It was just uh, it was a bit, a bit she said it was just a bit cheesy for me. That's why I was never excited. I was like, this is a bit cheesy, and it's clearly going to do well because Lady Gaga is it was finally a bit acting. Cheesy, but it was good though because it was. It's still, I don't know. It seemed it seemed interesting. Everybody likes to. I don't know. It's just cool. Music industry. It's got a love story. Boom. Maybe I'll catch it this New Year's coming up. <laughs> Lady Gaga, though, she's a hyperly emotional person. So I can see her being fun to watch because she could probably really get into any character she's in, you know, like really into it. So 
I think that would be entertaining to watch her. I think she would be convincing. I I mean, it's definitely, definitely a front runner for the Oscars in a lot of categories because of the buzz around it. So I could definitely see it doing that. She won a Golden Globe too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, her dress is a big deal. Everybody liked her outfit. I don't remember. Was like some big blue, blue, big blue puff ball. Yeah, I don't know puff. That's word on the street. I have but. no idea what people look like, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, don't know. Bradley piece... Cooper had way too much makeup on, I'm just going to say, at the Golden Globes. She, he looks like a baby that has been powdered. You got to look, look younger. Got to keep, keep that youthful age. Uh-huh. He looks w- like he has way too much makeup on and that maybe he got some like collagen or some, some sort of inje- injections right before the show. <laughs> he really does though. You gotta, you gotta look. Comment <laughs> on what you think he got done before the show. Oh my god, <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got people insinuating on if somebody has surgery on their face or not before the. Why not? They do it to women all the time. Why not do it to Bradley Cooper? I mean, I have nothing against it. Go ahead. <laughs> to your heart's content. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, word. If there's a hive for it, they'll do it. Um, But. So let's go to the last main topic of today's podcast. Uh, So. For those who have not seen the article yet, it came up, I want to say, a day or two ago. It's called Kevin Spacey, Louis C.K., and the Problem with Thin-Skinned Comedians, written by Steven Silver, one of our frequent uh, collaborators and content creators for our website. And it brings up some interesting topics, especially considering all the news and what is going on. So we're going to talk about that and kind of give our opinions about this entire situation. And I'm going to lay it out for people now that have not read the article. In general, he talks about Kevin Spacey and his whole situation going on with him being criminally charged and last year getting removed from his show and basically getting blackballed from Hollywood and filmmaking maybe forever. Who knows? But he's definitely not getting any work right now. Like, he won't be getting work anytime soon. And then he compares it to Louis C.K.'s situation where it's been less than a year since his whole situation with uh, coming to find out that he likes to jerk off in front of women and co-workers that he worked with. And it's been less than a year and he's already back working out new material supposedly for some new upcoming show. And he got, I'm sure you guys have heard, but he's been catching a lot of flack for a lot of the shit that he said in there, which he touched on everything from the school shooting victims to PC uh, culture to pretty sure he threw in some about transgenders, just a bunch of gender pronouns, gender pronouns, and, and yeah, uh, a lot of 
just a lot of very sketchy subjects in general to touch on, and he goes full blown and goes after all of that. And he kind of presents his question as to why of how these there's two arguments now where one side's kind of saying that he shouldn't be able to get back on stage and do this. Like Kevin Spacey is not able to get back into work and do this. And then on the other side, there's the pushback, mostly from comedians, and that the culture has become too PC, too politically correct, and that comedians in particular have that right to say and do things in the pursuit of comedy. And they should have that kind of leeway to do as they and kind of say as they please and that because since he is a independent entertainer that he should be able to go out and do his what he does and it's up to the audience to kind of decide on whether or not he's whether allowed back in so that is the general gist it is a long article and it is a deep deep topic and is one that's been going on at least for the past two years at least and you know we're just kind of kind of talk about it. Yeah. I think like the whole controversial thing with comedy has been a topic for way longer than 2 years like comedians who make black jokes, comedians who make jokes about Muslims, comedians who make jokes about whatever, you know, they've but I don't always think had it's like been as open past as it is now. They've always had this open past to make jokes about it. The problem with Louis CK is not the controversy that started with him is not because of a joke he made. Mm-hmm. It's because of something he did outside mm-hmm. of that venue, outside of that space. Yes. You know, that's what started the issue. It wasn't about his comedy. So I think the whole comedy thing, yeah, you should be able to, yeah, you're making a joke. So, yeah, you should ma- be able to make as fucked up of a joke that you possibly can. Dave Chappelle also got into controversy for making transgender jokes and rape jokes, you know, and he came back and made rape joke again, but about a man this time. You know what I mean? And, like, that's something comedians do. Like, that's not the issue here. I don't think that him making jokes is the issue. It's what he did outside of that is the issue. Like, that's where he had the problems. And he didn't... And he... And, like, I feel like it's what you said. It's up to the audience whether they support him or not. If they support, if they find his fucked up jokes funny, then that's just representative of them. You know, in the society we're living in. It's not, like, anything that I think you should be... And again, it's like an independent... It's more of an independent... Comedy is more of an independent feel rather than movie making like Kevin Spacey where there's a whole production, a whole crew. Mm -hmm. It's a way bigger budget, way more money behind it. That's a different story. You can't even compare the two, honestly. The only thing that compares them is like that they're two white guys and at the end of the day, they're going to get away with it. Well, he is kind of comparing saying that, not necessarily saying that the audience is at fault, but that the club owners and promoters are at fault which makes sense because part of well part of because it if they wanted to make a stand and say safety. he can't perform here they could say that but they won't well a lot of the disputes are with 
female comedian. So if Louis C.K. is coming to a show and, and say he walks by one of his, like, victims, you know, like, oh. Or, like, who's to say he's not going to do that to a female comedian who just gets offset and he starts talking to her? Is she going to feel uncomfortable because Louis C.K.? Is, is weird we're, we're mm-hmm. backstage now you know like like so like those are things that the the venue is is essentially ignoring by allowing him oh, yeah, you know to come through i mean i i also want to say i think that louis ck like the clip that we watched is way fucked up how he's making fun of transgender people and all this is like unnecessary and he obviously doesn't get it because his jokes are misinformed and ignorant and the people who are laughing at them are also misinformed and and ignorant but that's how it always is like people make jokes about muslim people all the time these comedians make jokes about muslims all the time blowing up shit being terrorists whatever and nobody says anything about that nobody's gonna like debate about whether they give them the club the not that night or not no it's they they don't care so if you if you want to make misinformed ignorant jokes to misinformed ignorant people, go the fuck ahead. You have freedom of speech. This is the USA. Like, yeah. And if and if the business club owners think they can make money, then this is America. That's what it's about. Like, the movie people probably feel like it would be a giant flop if they starred Kevin Spacey in. Yeah, of course. The movie they would not make money. No, they wouldn't. So it's an obvious business decision. And it's a different culture, and comedians they kind of circle up when when a comedian is being attacked. They definitely circle up and kind of yeah, they're more like a union defend them as comedians, you know. But again, the reason why Louis C.K. was being attacked is not because of his comedy. The reason why, what's his face, that guy, the Indian kid. Aziz. Aziz Antari is being attacked. It's not because of his comedy. It's because of conduct outside of that in their personal life or professional life outside of the stage. That's different. Mm. Kevin Spacey is not being, you know, held back because of something he did on a movie or something he said in an interview. It's because of, you know, stuff he did out in his personal life. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I don't think... That Louis C.K. is doing this because he's misinformed or doesn't understand. I think he's doing the comedy that he's doing now, which is actually, he's always done kind of mm-hmm. dark humor, but it's never been like it is now. Like now, it's just spiteful. No, yeah. You know, it's he's just. trying to like relate to the dads of the world or like, you know, before he kind of seemed like he was trying to like keep it. Like gritty, but but comfortable and like relatable. And now he's just like, I'm gonna talk about wild shit. Now it's just spite. Now but, it's just spite. He's now always it's been kind that of like way. A fuck you. No, his comedy's always been that way. <sighs> his com- I used to be a fan of him. I used to actually watch his comedy show. He was like one of the only white middle aged dudes that could make me laugh out loud. Like he's always been this this way. His comedy has always been slightly off but you're telling me his jokes have felt as hacky as they are now 
His jokes, huh? like the jokes he told, they weren't even funny. They just sounded hacky as shit. Like, but yeah, you heard that brow. two yeah, minute you're clip. Right, you're that right. was two it, minutes. I didn't laugh at all. That was two that's minutes, true. and it was like punchline after punchline. Yeah, that was his like, line. Like that's yeah, not his. Right. He this was, was just, like his like, and it's forty five uh, minutes long. That was just two yeah. minutes. We were like, what? He yeah, said a right. whole lot of shit. Like, and like, that. like it was just it was to his, be like, mean. Oh, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yes, exactly. It was just out of spite. It was a spiteful. He said. And, and I'm, I'm he still said on so stage. much crazy shit. Like I was trying to listen to the forty five minute thing, and apparently was out here in New York and like yeah, but whatever. I was like, he said some shit, and I was like, why did not I see any of these things? But I was like, he just said so much stuff that's like they're just letting him. You know, we can't burn him for everything. At least he's getting burned, I guess. Because like he he's was trash. Like, honestly, he doesn't even deserve this podcast at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's not just about him because there's a whole situation going on with people, with entertainers in particular, who have such big impact on people's like lives and people were like fans yeah. and like looked up to them going through these situations and people are finding themselves wondering like when like can should I not support any of the stuff they did or anything well, that they do speaking of or this, what's like what's the point topic, like what's what's like the line I have now to bring up the oh yeah, I was about to. We have to. Yeah, I was like, this is like you have to be. I was like, everyone's talking about this right now. But so I it's what I'm saying. It's not just it. him. This he's like a symptom of this. But it's him. Then there's R. Kelly. Then there's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Then there's even Kevin Hart, I who's going through his whole situation. Important to notice that these people are men, and if they're not <laughs> men, they're white women. I think it's really important to notice that. Just, I just wanted. To- <laughs> I want people to notice that, like, it's only, it's only being talked about because people are, like, this is the most like open and able people are of that were victims are like able to like voice like their like uh their traumas, you know, and like. Before, because, like, there's stories since the, the, the end of time, any of the greatest, like, I heard stories about Marlon Brando. Apparently, Marlon Brando is, like, the king of Me Too. He's, like, as where he's like as bad oh, yeah. as, like as Harvey Sinatra. Weinstein. Yeah, I mean, if so, you like, go back like to the, that time legends, period, that's like, everybody. So everybody. Is, like, we have legendary sets for all these things, but we're not going to tarnish the ones that are gone now because they're gone now. So they can't, you know, we, mm, we can't. That's not out. true. That's not true. Ray that's Charles. not true. But can we get. Because look, get look, 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 look. This just happened. This just happened over Christmas with the song Baby is Cold Outside. How long ago oh, did that yeah. song come out? How that song is about. And, and now, and for so many years, no problem. And now, people have come out and saying. Yeah, but basically destroyed that—that's history, right? So, so this is what I'm saying. So, when, like, what's the line? Should there is is no no sign. Line is constantly going to be pushed further out. So, something that is historical from like 60 years ago, of course, it's not going to be up to today's cultural standards, right? No, it does. It's not going to meet our cultural standards. A lot of things. I mean. There's only very few things that can surpass the time. So, are, so are people are going really to systematically go back that. and take down all of these historical people? Because they, I guarantee, they were all fucked up people. 
Yeah, and Guaranteed. I, don't think, I don't think I don't think take down in terms of erasing them is the proper way to deal with it. I think they should still be mentioned and talked about, but they should be mentioned and talked about in our language, this in our today's language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should be called out. Yeah. So there's a vow very as a woman as a woman like somebody who doesn't have equal rights to this day somebody who doesn't have equal rights to this day <laughs> like that's a that's ridiculous That's ridiculous that in my mind as a human as a person I feel equal to you but in society I'm not even though you have darker skin even with that I'm still not equal to you you still are taken more seriously and are respected more in whatever career field anything outside grocery store street anything on the bus anything you're taken more seriously than i am and more respected than i am because i have a vagina yeah i'm going to talk about this for fucking ever until that doesn't exist anymore and i'm going to call out all the people in the past who've m- put my head underwater this entire time so that's i'm going to talk everybody about yeah oh yeah absolutely i i mean if there's issues where i mean sexism is a uh worldwide issue and it's almost at a hundred percent you know all males are sexist absolutely and women are also sexist females are also sexist they can be because we lived in a sexist world and we lived in a sexist society and that's how we understand the world around us is through these frameworks this this racist sexist framework and yeah that's how we live our life yeah that's real i have to deal with it every day i see it I take it in and try to push back, but there's only so much you can do without making yourself a target, you know? So, yeah, there will always be these lines. There will always be these corrections made by future generations, by our children, by the ne- by, by all children who are being like, no, what you said in this podcast, Dario, is not what I think anymore. That's the past. Okay, I hear you, to- but that's, listen, that's that's life. So when's the point? What like what does so anything you there ever said no in your point. life, anything you there ever say no in your life, will always come back to haunt people now. So like, I don't agree with that. It's not that you are haunted by it. It's that you should be open to constantly learning. There is no point in your life where you should feel that you got it. Here's the Kevin Hart situation. Do you agree with the Kevin Hart situation? The Kevin Hart situation? Yes. Where he cheated on his wife. No, that's not the situation I'm talking about. What situation? the Oscars. What happened at the Oscars? Hosting the Oscars. They pulled up old... From eight years ago that he already apologized eight years ago for. To make fun of him? It was a joke? No. To boycott him and to say he should never work again. Oh, he was homophobic? Oh, I just recently... That was recent, right? Because I just saw something that he, like, put out a formal apology to the LGBTQ After he said he wasn't going to apologize. But then he apologized. And then he re-apologized. Yeah, he should. Why not? Because he already did four, five, six times. He apologized. Yeah, but at what point? At what point do you accept the apology and under and accept somebody 
being a better person than they were from 10 years ago? Like, what point? At what point is there time for you to actually accept the apology instead of just being angry yeah. and trying to take him down? Because then what's right. the point? What's the point of the process? Because if you just try to erase people and erase... Not the erasing process. people. No, they want to erase people. This is, this, is what, uh, this is what people are doing now. They want to erase people from society. But... These are still people. Ooh, they're not going to go anywhere. About them erasing. They're not erasing them. They're just changing the way you think. No, about when them. you say you should never work again, you should you should erase everything you ever did. You should never work again for saying something like this. That's trying to erase somebody from society. No, it's trying to stop them from gaining money from being racist or sexist. First of all, you barely get paid from the Oscars. Second of all, he apologized multiple times already. And there was no problem. It was never brought up before, but the moment he gets a high profile thing, then it gets dug up. So every time you make a step in life, something comes back regardless of if you apologize, regardless if you've made changes in your life, regardless if you've made changes in your behavior. That doesn't make sense to me. Because then at some point... It does make sense. That's human nature. No. No. Because... It's human nature. We all are growing and changing, right? Even... And we're <laughs> not in, like, the limelight, you know? But there's shit that I thought or thought or said or did 10 years ago that now, if you showed me, I'd be so embarrassed and be like, oh, my God. Of course. Of course. Right? Of course. So they just happened to get this because... They're under a microscope and everything is being recorded, right? Mm. So that's human. That's human. It's not even trying at that point to me. It's not even trying to correct, correct an issue to me at that point. What they're doing is just trying to punish, trying to be vindictive. And there's a difference between trying to teach somebody and trying to say there's a better way of doing something. And then there's just being vindictive and being spiteful. And just getting your yeah, anger we're out. Definitely in a call out culture. I think and there's a line, about. and I think the line is getting too far into just calling out and trying to dig up shit from everybody, every single person that's ever done anything in their life, yeah, because the for punishment. The sensationalism of yeah. the internet. Everybody's gonna run with the first thing, like the 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 lie. And they know they can do this because these yeah, people are celebrities. You know, as a person, like. There's been scenarios in my experience, my personal life, that like, oh, like five years ago, this professor said something really racist to me about Muslims. And he or she may feel differently now, but in my mind forever, they will be that person who said that to me and made me go home and cry. Do you know? Mm -hmm. And in 10 years, if I do an interview and they ask me about this person... I'm going to tell, I'm going to call that motherfucker out. I'm going to say, there was a lot of people who did not support me, who made fun of me, who discouraged me and took away my power, who tried to take away my power. I'm going to say that even 10 years, even if that person comes out and says, oh, I was ignorant. I didn't think that. I'm still going to say it's part of my history. It's part of my life. It's part of the reason why Okay. It made me angry enough to move forward in the first place. So here's, so here's, I don't know. It depends. Call out culture is a thing. People are calling people out. It really depends. Imagine, imagine if all these people calling people out were called out for their bullshit in their past. 
Yeah, but Kevin imagine, Hart is way imagine. more influential person. Exactly. So, so it's not even so it's not even the point of making a better society. It's just the point of punishing people in positions of of influence. No. So what's the about, point? Yeah, it's not punishing people. It's about you're trying to people in, It's about keeping people in positions of influence in check. Well, you have Power, to, that's not keeping somebody in check. You have to realize Power, you're creating more. You're creating more pushback. People are creating more pushback than they are but progress. But you understand the term deterrence. No. Yes. Kevin Hart is still rich. Come uh, on. No, I'm saying you know they are yes. going to create more pushback from those people that they are trying to teach and make better than they are. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The deterrence is by showing them by it's basically a public announcement. Whoever they let get fucking torn down. And and for what they get torn down for, let's all people know that this is a thing. That maybe once, maybe twice, like, maybe even three times. But the twentieth, thirtieth, fortieth time, nobody's you gonna give this, a fuck no more. You get publicly executed. Oh, oh. So what is this? That it's it's literally walking the famous guy down. You know, the street in handcuffs because we caught him kind no, of shit. No, like, but nah. also I think that nah. you should be able to call out these people. Without repercussions, because that's a dictatorship. If not, these people in position and who and are in power and who are I'm not. I, look, I've never said that you shouldn't be, be able checked. to. I, you you feel free to call out whoever you want, but I'm saying, what's the purpose also, at that point? But also, don't consider. Don't don't just consider. Both of us should not just consider either. Just from the the. Because we all know there's levels of what people are calling oh, yeah. people out for. But they call people out for a bunch of bullshit. That bullshit. But that's what I'm saying, is your argument is coming from thinking yeah, about the bullshit. But, but in, and your example is coming from the extreme correct examples. <laughs> so you're arguing each other about the extreme. Nah, I'm not. Let's come no, in the no. middle. And okay. Because when the extreme is starting to become the norm, and it keeps happening over and over and over again, people are going to stop responding in the way that you would hope they respond, and they're going to start responding in an angry pushback way. This is what I'm saying. No, but the lies are being yeah. exposed. The liars are being exposed. I've are they? The mm, exposed. Not necessarily. Yeah. There's still a lot of liars out there. Remember Nelly? Nelly was exposed. Nelly, and then that, yeah, you that guys, went away because, because it was guys, false. Even uh, on like a even way, a lie will ruin people. What do you mean? Even a lie nowadays will ruin people. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres was recently called out for not being nice because she's known as such a nice person. She was well. Like, she was also just called out for being winter, nice, like, being too nice. Like, literally, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres just like said, "Like, no, I don't want to take a picture with you today." And then all of a sudden, she got called out for being a mean, bitchy person because she's known to be the nicest fucking person ever. Right? Even on that level. Look, all I'm saying is we're out. we're approaching Black Mirror levels with the the rating of people and the public shaming of people. It's getting out of con- fucking control because people know that f- it only looks like people feel uh, people yeah. feel like they have yeah. power now, and now even making a false accusation is almost just as bad as just being accused is almost enough now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I mean, but your outrage doesn't necessarily reflect what's happening. Like we're saying, Louis C.K. is still doing shows. Yeah. Like, niggas that getting accused yeah. of shit that they actually admit to. Louis C.K. admitted to masturbating in front of these women. So that's the thing, too. It's like he said, yeah. So this is the thing. So it's like some of the cases are like we don't even know. But like with that, 
he's still just out here. So, like, the thing is, they have to get extreme because niggas is just out here. <laughs> why isn't Weinstein in jail yet? Niggas is still out here. Like, yeah. that's why. It's like, yo, can we get some closure from some of this yeah. shit? Otherwise, we're just going to keep going. We need closure from mm-hmm. somebody. And they're going to give, <laughs> hey, they're throwing our Kelly right into the fire. He's going to be the first one before Weinstein, I bet. But at the He'll same go to jail time, first. you should be able to call out people who are who are very wealthy in position of power and influence, you should always be able to call them out and they should be able to give you an answer. And that's part of that. That's just part of Do you really think they care position. about the answer? I don't think they give a fuck about the answer. Who? Who's there? People calling no, people they just out. Want, they care about the reaction. Or I don't, don't think they care about the answer. I don't think they care. They don't care about the answer. If Louis C.K. came out he gave you in an more they, of an apologetic way and was making jokes about not the stuff he was making <clears throat> jokes about, people would probably be more open to him. I don't think so. But because he was just like, fuck you guys, people are pissed. I don't, I don't think so because Kevin Hart literally did that eight years ago. People have not been more open to him. They've still did this. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, in my opinion, Kevin Hart, like, from what I hear, Kevin Hart's cool. Like, nobody's, like, hating on him Mm. as much as they're hating on Louis C.K. Of course not as much as Louis C.K. Louis C.K. was a different situation. Kevin Hart's not canceled or anything. Yeah, Kevin's fine. He's just, like, he just got into, like, regular trouble. That's regular backlash. That's yeah, backlash. like, I don't feel like... That would happen... That's not the feeling That would I happen get. regardless. I don't, I don't get that no. he's being blacklisted. I don't get the feeling that... It didn't happen with Chris Rock. That was only, what, four years ago? Yeah, but then... Something... There was backlash. Chris Rock has said way yeah, worse shit than Kevin Hart. more backlash than... than Chris Rock got backlash Kevin for his Hart. monologue. For his opening monologue of hosting, he got backlash. Did he get... Did did people boy say boycott him when he was getting the Oscar job? No, they didn't. I mean, did they pull up shit from his stand up routine ten years ago? Did they pull hold on, hold on? Did they pull up shit from his stand up routine twenty years ago when he was saying outrageous shit? Exactly. So I don't know what we're talking about. It was the Oscars, I think. So I don't know what we're talking about. Well, I haven't seen him, and I don't know what's going on. What you talking about? I'm just talking about but visibility even just like after backlash. R. Kelly, R. Kelly's gotten some real. Oh, we never talked about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, there's definitely levels, and I, I, I don't think people even respect that. There's levels to that shit. Like R. Kelly's on a diff, a whole another level. I get why you get frustrated. I mean, I get your frustration because I also say a lot of shit that people are like not totally kosher with and I get backlash for saying things like Oh, I don't that. I don't care about backlash should I say. I'm just saying in general it's becoming I get backlash too for much. saying that I think it's fucked up to own dogs in the United States. I get backlash for that. That's fucked up. People here think I'm like demonic for saying that I think you're fucked up for keeping a dog in your apartment all day. Have you heard... Um, but I still think it's fucked up. <laughs> Therese, have you heard... Did you hear the Kevin Hart joke that they were all pulling up and talking about? Oh, I have not heard the Kevin Hart joke. You have heard it, for sure. It was from I like, mean, I probably heard the Kevin earlier Hart stand-ups. Joke, I, didn't, I didn't go to it like, oh, what's, which one's the joke they're talking about? Like, If, if it was years ago, I've heard it because I watched the whole... 
thing. Like you've definitely heard it. Um, I'm gonna pull it up right now. It was in 2014. 2014, that feels like forever ago. It really does. That's that's my whole point. Found a tweet from 2014. Oh, that's when he said something about... It, it was in a stand-up yeah. routine. Um, Yeah, from one of the stand-ups. Yeah. I can't find the exact joke, but... How certain things were acceptable in our culture. In okay. So, we're going to talk today. about this one. So That's the fucking beauty so look, of it all. Here, here, I can't find the exact joke, but I can tell you the gist of it was basically saying that as a father and having a son, he fears his son growing oh. up and being gay like in oh, a yeah. in a joke i can't tell the exact joke because i don't remember the exact oh, joke i remember that i remember that yeah and it wasn't like in a spiteful way it was more of like i just as me as an individual that's one of the fears i have that's what he said yeah yeah and to me i thought he was trying to say it the most pc way that it was super pc to me like it was, it was extremely like, it was like pc around it Laying it out soft, like it's just you know. The, he, it's I, not like he came I, out I and said I hate gays or da da da. Or I'm, he just said, yeah. as a father, one of the fears I have is my son growing up and being gay. In a joke, like as a joke, in the however joke he set it up, I can't remember exactly how I set up. But that's how he set it up. And to me, yeah. I don't understand the backlash on this. Okay, so what if he? What if it wasn't Kevin Hart and there was some white dude and he said. I fear the day that my white daughter. They say it all the time. Black man. They say it all the time. Yeah, right, 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 right. But if they, but that's kind of equivalent to the joke. Mel so, Gibson. so would you be upset about no, that? Not at all. No, you would just. Why would I? Why would I ever be upset about how you personally feel? Yeah. Like I don't understand this. Like if you feel this way, like if somebody says. I'm like it doesn't mean that I hate gay, like it doesn't mean that person hates gay people if he says I just as a father I fear that my son is me because he personally feels this way like why would I get mad about how you feel Yeah and there's a like, lot you of can't have these feelings personally feel and I don't fear. and I don't care and and, and, and I that really still don't care is cool with you I don't right? care this, don't this is how you racist? feel this is how you feel can I can I just as a devil's advocate? Yeah, I'm just being a devil's advocate. I just want to present the logic that that the mind of someone being mad would present, which is always their logic, which is that on a public platform, it would essentially promote that type of understanding and it might influence others to think that way specifically about no i think i'm more on dario's side of things right now no i don't think like that i'm just saying that's the only way it's in in any i just don't understand the backlash of this situation at all because this is how you feel like Like, this is you this is me trying to tell you you can't feel this way 
Like, I'm like, okay, this is how you feel. On like, stage. I don't care. No, Dario, nobody said you can't feel that way. No, people have said, when people say, you can't do it, that's what you're saying. You can't feel this way. You can't express yeah, how you you're, feel. You're, you're so you're telling me you can't express that's, how that's you feel. People. Is this what you're what saying? You do by yourself, nobody knows about. If nobody else will ever know, then nobody else ever knows. <laughs> yeah. So you can't yeah. express how you feel. Is this what you're saying something? No, I understand what you're saying. On stage, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they're talking about the responsibility of uh, uh, of a comedian. Really? I'm is that what we're talking about a now? Public is a comedian a public figure? We're talking about the responsibilities of a comedian. Of public figures. Of a comedian. Okay, you're saying a comedian. What's a comedian? Of a comedian. Like, I just, like, I don't understand. Like, I know no, what you're but saying, like, but that's like... What's your public responsibility? What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. No, it's because okay. I'm a public figure, I have to be a role model for everybody? Is this what you're saying? What's, like, what, what are you telling people what they have to be as a public figure? This is what it's coming to for me. As yeah. a creator, that's you're telling me. Yeah. I mean, you're that's like saying as an artist, because you're no, look, you're an artist. Look, 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 you're an artist, but as a public figure, tell you look, the circumstances. Listen to me, you're an artist, so as a public figure, you can't you can't express how you feel. If you feel a certain way, you can't express that way in your art because you're a public <laughs> yeah, like figure. People coming to you and saying, "Are you saying all cops are bad?" People say that shit to you. Hmm. Yeah. That's your one of your backlashes. Like, are you saying all cops are <laughs> bad? Are you saying you're anti-cop, anti-police? Well, see, that's something you get for making work. The problem you did. two just used is images versus words, because images people say images are more powerful than words. But what I'm saying is legally and the way and manner in which that's very subjective is is very hard to to. To combine them in, into the same, like vernacular and circumstances. I guess. I guess the visual language. You said a public figure, and I said artists are public figures. Yeah. So, as an artist, that's like somebody telling you you can't express how you feel. Content maker, that doesn't make sense to me. Who hasn't influenced? And as yeah, but I'm yeah. not doing. But just it. like reverse that. So, but that's right? what I'm saying is like who's promoting that idea that I created. Who, who, what gallery put that up? You know, like, the, like the words, like what you're saying is, yeah, I could do that in my studio, but who's going to see the work? Like the public part is what I'm talking about. I know the person who does the thing. You can put up art, very, right? You put well, up art. Yeah, so you put so, up art in a public, pu- is, in public place. What I'm saying is there is, you can do whatever you want. This is your, like what I'm saying is everyone just needs to be aware of the level of sensitivity because it's too high. That are the circumstances. It's too high. Like, don't do anything. Don't do anything. It's too high. Unless, unless you're willing to accept the consequences. My nigga. What's the consequence? The what consequences should look there at, be for this? Look, um, look at the internet. This is the, these are the consequences. Like, we can't, yeah. we can't be like, oh, this is bullshit. Motherfuckers are reacting. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're going to keep doing that. You seen the internet? You, yeah. Okay, you so you're saying happens. accept the consequences. So what I'm saying is, what are the consequences? Like, what are the consequences? What should the consequences be? works now. This is what it is with technology. What Nobody should the consequences be? This is what I'm asking. I think that the Anybody consequences can get should be a conversation. It should be a conversation. It should it should be calling out and a response and whatever that goes on after that. Like, but do you honestly believe these people calling out are their goal is to have a conversation? 
Yeah, well, it doesn't matter what their goal is. The pro the the point is that if they if somebody comes to the reese and says, "Do you hate all cops?" Mm-hmm. and he says, and then he explains his situation, and then I learn from that being a bystander. That's not how they come at people. They don't ask. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, what do you feel how about this? No, they they come at you. They come to an employer. You should never work again. You shouldn't even be a part of society. That's not having a conversation. That's not starting a conversation. No, no, that's not starting a conversation. It is starting a conversation. Maybe not in between those two. That's not how you react. That's not how you get a conversation going. That's not. You're not going to get no, get a good yeah, reaction. That's how you get a conversation going. That's not how you get a good reaction. That's not how you start a conversation. Like, do you see there's a disconnect between conversations? He's talking about conversations and you were talking about the conversation yeah so it creates it gets people talking about it right now we are talking about this <laughs> that's what she this means. is a conversation yes. that started you, this is a conversation the person implicating the uh public figure yeah. wants it no yeah. that's no they might want to start the conversation for us to all figure out nah. is but now we're talking about nah, it and we're trying to figure it out and we're trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. This is a conversation starter. This controversy. This is literally everybody trying to figure out what's fishy and what's too far by by testing everything. It's literally everything. We're we're, pick, we're figuring it out right now. We're recalibrating. We are. We are. And this, this shit like Twitter and internet is definitely... Oh, Twitter made this shit a uh, fucking shit show. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Like, <laughs> if there's anything happening, I mean, imagine, you look at first. imagine if there was no backlash. What would the world look like? <laughs> if there was no backlash. If there was never any backlash, nobody called anybody out, and everyone was polite and like, oh, what's your opinion? I'm just going to sit here and think my opinion. It probably you know, wouldn't. I, I don't disagree on backlash, but I do disagree when it's out of control. There's always good. There's always bad that comes with the good. There always seems to be some. And I'm not even on the side of these people that you're saying. I'm. I'm just saying, like, it's actually going to do more harm to future backlash moments than it is to the person. Because, like I said, at some point, yeah, the first time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, sure, you're going to get a reaction. Sure, you're going to get a conversation. But after a while, people are going to stop feeling. Like they need to change or they need to understand or they, they're just going to be, fuck you. Yeah. I'm pushing, like, That's fuck you. And say. it's just going to create a larger contingent of people saying, fuck you and fuck this. That's all I'm saying. I think people, you have to give people more credit. And I think people are pretty good at judging where they think it's okay. This is stupid. They're just like being vindictive, you know, mm. as opposed to. I think uh, this is how you I get think- a Trump. This is how you get a Trump. Yes. Yeah. So the the thing about the Trump thing is because I think there wasn't enough backlash. <laughs> I think you got a Trump because there wasn't enough backlash. Because there wasn't enough people speaking out saying, this is fucked up. This happened to me. This guy did this. This guy did this. This guy did this. I think that's why that happened. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. Nah. <laughs> nah I, <laughs> don't. I don't. <laughs> I definitely don't. Lies. I saw it in your eyes. I definitely don't. No. I definitely think he's a result of people pushing back. But 
So my next question is, as a person, as like a creative person goes through these situations, can, can you or should, should people separate the artist from, let's say, the work? I hate that yeah, question. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, it's such a hard... It's. A, I mean, everybody has their own opinion on that question, but I'll let you go ahead. What do you think? I mean, obviously, they're separate entities. Like, I'm not the artwork you're looking at and judging. <laughs> you're looking at something I made that's separate from me. So, but we're talking about yes, like the evil but doer. I did make it, so it's still connected to my thoughts, ideas, and perspective. Mm-hmm. So, if you judge my work, I'll try not to take a personality. <laughs> so you can't separate them. Uh, I think you can to a point. I think they're obviously separate. So yes, you can separate them. So when you talk about my work, you're not talking to me about me as a human being, but you're talking about what I did just now in order to make this. Let me ask you this. Rather than from a conversation standpoint, from a moral standpoint, considering... A creator and the creation. Should the creator's mishap or, or or negative aspects of that be considered when someone else is interacting with their creation? Should you delete R. Kelly's discography? Should you delete R. Kelly's? Should you mute R. Kelly? That's what everybody's saying. Mute R. Kelly. Like never listen to another R. Kelly song. Like I think it's that's not a personal available. decision. No, but like it's like no, we're about I like don't publicly think, no, not available anywhere. No, it should still be accessible because that's censorship. That again runs into dictatorship. No, you should not dictate what I believe or what I listen to or what I want to watch. Period. Because that's what the whole conversation is. It's about censorship no. versus that's criticism. the whole point of USA is that you you can. You have freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, and you can watch whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. That's the whole reason why people move here. So when people are getting like it's banned from radio stations, say, when music getting banned from radio stations, and people getting like deplatformed and stuff like that, like is that I okay? Think that's I think that's like. That's the major point of the conflict, right? Like, that's the conflict between the liberals and the conservatives because the liberals are actually behaving like conservatives when they go to that point of, oh, we're deleting, we're eliminating, we're doing this. Mm -hmm. They're actually behaving in the same way as a dictator as, like, you know, why they hate the conservatives in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's just... ignorance like at the at the end of it that's like communism like you you know the trump person should be able to believe in trump 
they should have that right yep. to have make America great again. I don't want their entire house. It's their own fucking house. They live there. They should have that right to do that, you know? But they shouldn't have the right to make laws that dictate my life. My life. Who doesn't believe in what they say? Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like... That's the point of the U.S. That's the point of the U.S. is that you should be able to believe in what you believe as long as it doesn't affect somebody outside. That's how it should be, but yeah. it's not how so it's been operating. Yeah, so when liberals start acting like their fucking parents, because that's what they grew up in anyways, you know, they're not as open-minded as they all think they are. Because that because that's how they start behaving, you know? That's the yeah. behavior. Like, we're going to mute these people or take this, you know, da-da-da. Like, then they're just looking in the mirror, honestly. Like, when they're talking about Trump or conservatives or Republicans, it's like you're basically talking about yourself. I mean, me personally, like, I'm not. R. Kelly, definitely. Like, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know if I believe everything that's thrown at him, but there's definitely too much shit to like ignore about him. And I mean, we always knew he liked teenage girls. Yeah, for sure. But it's just, which is weird. But it's like, will I get rid of his music from my discography? Will I never have like those moments? I I think that's your choice. That are like, you should have that choice. Yeah, I mean, That's your my choice. choice personally is I can separate, you know, that person from an art or something they create. Like, it's not, they're not intrinsically entwined to me. You yeah, know? but um, then I get that feeling when I'm listening to it about those weird vibes that mm-hmm. make me feel weird. And then I don't want to hear his voice anymore. So that's what I stopped turning. I, like, recently, it just happened recently. Like, it just, like, I couldn't hear one thing. Like, it was... Because I still hear like, it on the radio, like like ignition and shit comes on still. When you listen to this song, you are supporting that human. Am I? At the same time, yeah, because you're giving him another yeah. play, you're giving him another hit, I don't, you're giving, I don't buying stream. another album. But I'm not well, streaming. his streaming numbers went up. I mean, that's a, whatever. They, they peaked you're right now. Supporting. His, his streaming numbers have peaked right now. They're at, they're at. A I'm high not high buying high his traffic. music again. I'm not streaming. So I know. I'm just saying, like <laughs> this, this. Backlash has actually helped R. Kelly make more money. That's predictable. Uh, controversy yeah, sells. If, if if he didn't have controversy, like the whole newer generation wouldn't even know who the fuck he was. He's been so off for such a long time that the newer generation wouldn't even know who he was. They would know who he was. They might not know his music like that, but they would know they who know he his was. Name. They just yeah, they probably wouldn't know a song. They might know like yeah. one song maybe. Like, I'm talking like a middle schooler now. If there wasn't controversy, they wouldn't know who the hell R. Kelly was. He's got a hell of a discography. So it's just like, it's kind of playing out like the fucking Boondocks episode, honestly. Like, again. Again. (laughs) Once again. That shit was so crazy. (laughs) No, but for real. (laughs) Once again. Uh, going through this shit once How again. How do you feel about the whole like Bill Cosby situation? I feel about Bill Cosby situation the exact same way Dave Chappelle felt about it. What did he say? I don't so his basic gist was <laughs> this was the rape joke that he did 
which she set up literally from the first joke to the very last line of one of his stand-ups. I forget. The one in L.A. Yeah. He did such a good job on that. Amazing. And people were mad about it. But I was like, this is like literally the best rape joke I've ever heard in my life. And it wasn't like he saves, but he rapes. That's what his thing. Like, yeah, he did all this fucked up shit. But at the same time, he did do a lot of things for like the black community and for like presenting us in like a different light and opening doors and doing all this stuff. Yeah, he did all he did all this fucked up shit. Yeah. But he he raped he raped people and it's like so should I just throw away every good thing they ever did because of this or can I separate you know that thing and for me like I said I can separate like I don't look at people who create things as like as like these put them on a pedestal or like these idols like I just assume most people are. I fucked up things about them anyways. And I just think like once you create something, kind of put it out there to the world, it's no longer really yours. Like people bring their own shit to it and people take their own things away from it. So it's like, it's not a hundred percent that person's anymore. So I don't, I can separate the two things. And like, so the whole Bill Cosby situation, I feel exactly the same way Dave. Like I've always felt like he was a fucking dickhead and probably like did a lot of fucked up shit. But at the same time, he did do a lot of good. No, I did. I've never liked Bill Cosby like that. I've heard a lot of things because the way he the way he talks about like the younger generation about black people and like just his whole uppity shit. Like I don't like people like that. He hated Eddie Murphy. Oh really? Yeah, Bill Cosby was talking shit. He 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 used to talk a lot of shit, and it's like basically he was like, "Oh, he's always comedians were vile." Yeah, yeah, because he was like he was the non cussing clean version. So he he was and for me and for me people that are like that giddy giddy America's comedian. Like yeah, he was America's dad. <laughs> he was America's, yeah, America's dad. dad. Like literally, literally Bill America's Cosby dad. was the most American. At one point, he almost bought NBC. At one point, he almost bought NBC. They just wouldn't let him do it, but he tried but to buy NBC. At the one point before we found out about everything. This was way. This was way before that, though. But I mean, people knew about this. Three years. People, way, way before it's like it was more than three years, bro. It was more than three years, and people knew about have been talking about his shit. For a long fucking time. Like, it's not like, yeah, he just got in trouble for it now. But people been talking about that shit for fucking more than a decade, bro. There have been jokes about that shit for a while. But oh, yeah. the thing is, like, yeah, okay. I've always thought he was, like, kind of an asshole. The way he talks to people and the way. He, and, and, and if anybody is like this, presents like this, I'm holier than thou. Like, I'm so good. Like, I don't fuck up on this. I just automatically think... He's probably did some oh, fucked up shit. Something. Oh, he's like a fucked up person. Like, oh, behind the scenes, like he's probably like real oh, he fucked probably up. Probably flip a switch. Yeah, like so. I don't really. So I never trusted that image of him. Like I've never thought this guy was like this perfect person. Like, no, nah, I just like. Yeah. Everybody who does that is always overcompensating. So like I've always felt that way about it. So I wasn't even surprised when it happened. But I'm like, yeah. But at the same time, should he just throw away everything he ever did? Because he did do a lot of things for a lot of people, and especially in the black community. And it's like, no, I wouldn't. I can't. And I can separate the two. I can say at the same time, he is a shit person. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I can say he did some a lot of good shit. I can say this, those two things at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can be both. 
you can be a fucking terrible person and you can do some great shit at the same time. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's the world we're kind of entering more into. You can't hide shit anymore. The less binary world where it's good or bad and it's more them, they. I think that's better because world. binary was always fake. The world is never, to me, not real. binary. It's not black or white. It's always gray, right? People always were fucked up people. It was just, you can't hide shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. Like, shit comes up all the time now. You can't hide shit. Your past will always come back to you, especially if it's on the internet. So it's like, yeah, yeah like, so people are like acting so surprised when they find out fucked up things about people. But me, I'm just like, well, he was probably fucked up anyways. I just assume, like, he probably had some fucked up shit about him. So at the same time, I can say, he was a fucked up yeah, person, but he I did mean, great I shit. I get that to a point, but at some point you are, um, at some point you have to be held accountable for something. No, I agree. He should be hurting another person, and what he did was hurtful to other 1,000%. people. Thousand percent. And you He's should, yeah, He's you should go to jail for that. But then should I say fuck No matter how many did? good things you did. No matter how many good things you did. I agree. He should go to jail. I can I a thousand agree. But should I say at the same time, like, fuck everything he did? Like I wouldn't. I would say fuck everything no. he did. I would just be like, like he was a shitty person. Like and when you talk about him, I would say he was a shitty person. Not fuck everything you said, but if you do a good thing, you get praised. If you do a bad thing, you get punished. Like, he was praised, and he probably is still praised for what he, the good things that he did to those people that affected, that he affected, and and he is getting punished for the bad things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I never I, answered, but yeah, I definitely think you can separate. So I think it should be that I, way. I like, people try to make it... Black or white. Either this, either all the way this, or either all the they way this. Try to like, do that's that not first, how life works. Because when you're because in a position of power, because when you have money, people become toxic where they feel they can do anything they want to do. <laughs> they feel they can do the worst thing in the world and they won't get into trouble for it. Because but I they never said they should be Because they donate to charity. No, I know. I know. I'm not saying you're saying that. But that's that's one of the reasons why people feel so strongly about blacklisting these people because they want them to feel some sort of punishment, you know, because they're so rich, they're so wealthy, they're so well off, they're so successful that they won't feel punishment unless we hold back, you know. But banishment should never be held for all cases equally. Because not all situations it's are It's not, equal. though. It's not that way. They're not all held equally. They try to. They were trying to. I don't say they always try to, but they've been trying to. Well, all cases, anything happened, complete blacklist. Complete banishment, basically. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with you, but whatever. You can think what you want. Yeah, what's that for? Yeah. I still think, yeah, I think Kevin Hart should apologize again. 
He already, if it's he still, just did. He like yesterday. I know he did. I saw. <laughs> so you gotta it. do I it again. It. No. Every day of his life. Maybe. For a non. Until he does something big enough. For, for such a soft joke. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I just don't understand the backlash on that at all. It's like, yeah. The way, like, if you hear the joke, it was the, like he said, it was the most PC way you could say it. It's Kevin Hart we're talking about. If you put out statements, when you're in a position of influence and you put out statements and there's people, there's always going to be people. It's like when you're a professor in school and you're talking about these things in a godly type of way. Students are going to ask you questions and question you. When and you're a also, parent to a child, it's the same thing. Wait, wait. Like when you're in a position of influence and you're putting out these statements like this is what it is or this is how I feel, people are always going to come back and question you. And you should be able to respond to that without getting upset. Hmm. Period. You should be able to respond to that. And your response is more telling than who you uh, uh, of who you are and your sentiment than anything than what you said in the first place. Most, most, most likely. Eh? Mm. Like if Kevin Hart came out and said, fuck you, <laughs> I don't give a, you know, and he was like, he didn't apologize. He was like, that was a long time ago. Why am I still hearing about this? Blah, blah, blah. That would be more telling of him as a person. And people would, be more against him but because he came out and said i'm sorry i said this when i was whatever that's no he actually came out and said it the first way i meant it a different way or whatever he said but he came out and he acknowledged the people who were talking about him i think he'll be fine yeah, he'll be fine kevin hart will be fine that backlash is different from the other backlash so People who are listening don't confuse it with the same level of shit. Yeah, like Louis C.K. will not be fine. Louis C.K. will get. He'll be fine. Ousted. He'll Kevin be Hart fine. could have even still hosted the Oscars. He still might even. We don't know yet. I think Louis C.K. will be more ousted. Further, further ousted. No. Oh, definitely. He won't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. He won't. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee you he won't. I guarantee you he does a stand-up, a big stand-up within the year. This year. Oh, yeah. That's probably when they're going to get him out. That doesn't mean... That, How are you going to get him out? He's, a, he's a comedian. You're only hearing one side. You're not hearing the other side that is backing him because of this. This is what I'm telling you. There's a very large side of people that are backing him because of this. The only things that need to happen are... Somebody's going to file a lawsuit against Louis C.K. For it's what? It's going to be very public, and that's going to be the end. A lawsuit that's about it. what? No, he doesn't I mean, have a lawsuit. About All what? these other niggas got jail time in cases. Louis C.K.'s cases are no cases. There's no pending charges. It's just talk. So Where's how's he going to be ousted? How's he going to be a lawsuit? What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying, is it's not there yet. So what you're talking about is something that's not here yet either. So It's been a year. No, no, there's not going to be any charges. There are no charges. That's because nobody's filed. I think he'll definitely have. He never held. Hold on. He never held somebody against their will. It was all consensual. It was creepy, but it was all consensual. So again, admitted to masturbating in front of women could easily be sued. Easily. They all said it was consensual. Once again, they all said it was consensual. So that's out of the window. 
I think he'll be ousted okay. by a lot of people. There obviously will be people who support him, just like he will be fine. R. Kelly, <laughs> I, I thousand okay. percent. Well, I don't his show went down. He's going to do stand up like, still. Okay. I don't care I don't if, if his stuff have, isn't like, good. It doesn't matter. Like I don't think he'll have like the mass, um, the mass appeal that he did before this controversy. I guess it's the legacy play. Like, he'll lose people he for a little bit of time, and he will. He'll make a good stand-up. He'll make something, and I guarantee he'll be fine. No, as long as he doesn't get too depressed. I mean, yeah, he'll be fine, but I just don't think he'll he'll be able to reach the heights he was potentially able to reach before. Oh, he definitely took a hit. No, he definitely took a hit. I'm saying it's going to take take time, but people don't stay angry for that long. I know. I don't think so. He just needs. If he makes like, some good jokes, he makes a good stand up. I it's think just a lot of people. The will. I mean, I think he just. I mean, he lost all women supporters. I wouldn't say all. His. Yeah, I wouldn't say all. Well, no, but a lot of women supporters. Most of his women supporters, I think he lost. Well, there were women in the audience in that clip we just. Listened. Yeah. Okay, but if you could listen to the laughs, there were way more male laughs than women laughs. There, yeah, yeah. Okay. There weren't that many people laughing. I didn't hear a bust out. All, <laughs> all the people you okay. laughed sounded like dudes. Okay, they all paid tickets though. Yeah. Laughing. Exactly. And he still got his bread. So I think he he has less of women's support system. Well, I don't know. Trump has a lot of women support, so I don't know that that's necessarily true either. They're not the same. You can't compare Trump with Louis C.K. You can't compare half the things we're comparing to each other. Although Louis C.K. is kind of the Trump of comedy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just compared them. <laughs> that wouldn't, that's a whole other lane you could go into, honestly. <laughs> Right, where you could just say, Trump is kind of like that. He just says whatever. Says what the fuck he wants. And you keep saying what the fuck you want, and then people just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. People kind of want him to do it. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I think that these, I think backlash is good. I think these people coming out and being asshats in public is a good thing. Because it's making other people come out and fight against them and put themselves in position of power um, where they didn't feel the need to before. So I think there's a lot of like changes happening in the next 10 years that are going to be a result of this time right now. So mm, what kind of changes do you think? Um, I think there'll be more of a presence of women in politics and policy, policy making. And I think that that just on its own has the potential to change the world. Period. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The United States has such a, like, um, central position in world politics 
And this shift that's happening within this country is telling of the world and is telling of the future. And um, I can see things. I have hope, basically, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's all doom. I never think think it's doom. Yeah, there's always got to be like... You always got to kind of fall flat on your face before you can get up and figure out who you are, you know? I just think we're at in a hyper-extreme moment right now, particularly due to the internet and just the yeah, whole new social media. figuring out social media shit. And yeah, because everybody norms, has basically. the platform to have an opinion. Yes. Out loud. Yeah. New norms, basically, and... It's going to take some time, but we'll see. We'll see. But that is it for today's podcast. We had a pretty deep dive on this topic. Um, we want to know what you guys think about it. What you guys think about, you know, the Kevin Space, Louis C.K., R. Kelly, uh, Kevin Hart situations. Um, what do you guys <laughs> think about the public you know, arguments on both sides. What do you think about the backlashes, the pushback, just everything? What do you guys think about where things are headed? Let us know in the comments down below. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to you. But that is it once again for today's podcast. It's June, uh, January 9th, 2019. And it's been a good show with Mr. Derice Walker. Want to say something? Yeah. And our guest. Sarah, you want to say goodbye to everybody? Sarah Megdari. Keep living life fearless, y'all. Megdari, not Mick. Oh, yeah. Find her on Instagram at SZM. Well. <laughs> My last name is very long, but SZM. <laughs> Just go to SZMEGHDARI. Dot com Boom. for more information. Yep. So, thank you for joining us. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice conversation. We had to get a female voice in here. I was just be me and Doris going at it. So, yeah. it's a good show. Uh, we talked about it a lot, and definitely have you back on sometime. Yeah. yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> Got to get the women in here talking, disagreeing with you guys, because maybe you're agreeing with each nah, other. Nah, we disagree all the time. Yeah, half the podcast. We disagree. disagree all the time, but it's always, <laughs> it's always nice to get another voice in there. Um, Definitely. That's good. Yeah, because it's always interesting to see which side, because it's always like in different topics, because no one's ever been on like one person's side the whole time. It's always like, oh, yeah, no, I see that side. And then the next one, oh, no, no, you know. Like, they'll see Dario's side more, or they'll see my side more. But it's, it's cool. I like the dynamic, because we get new information. So I mean, full disclaimer. You have different information, different experiences. Full disclaimer, it was kind of two-on-one today. Uh, but, uh, you know. Oh, no, it was not. I was with you in some areas. Yeah. I was totally against him in some areas. Yeah. I was just trying to make sure y'all were arguing about the same thing. And so yeah, it was two against one. Two dudes against Nah. Yeah. Nah. 
the reason to what it was today. See how the see that's weird. Yeah. So both it's of like y'all the, are see y'all got y'all no, got completely like separate. We have different experiences. Yeah. <laughs> of the same. For things. me, it's yeah, more it's like, like oh, I have to talk to these two man men's and like make sure my voice is heard because that doesn't happen just on its own. We'll always give you a voice on here. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. You know, to be honest, it's true. I feel it. All right. Well, it's real. It's real. <laughs> like I said, we will be back shortly with our next podcast. Uh, oh, we're still recording. Some point next week. This is the Fearless Show. Uh, we ran a bit long. And we had some technical difficulties with the video, but thank you guys for joining us and listening to us. And again, any comments, questions, topic suggestions about this show, past show, or any future shows, you can let us know in the comments down below wherever this goes up. Or you can head over to livingmyfearless.co slash podcast and fill out the form and let us know there. Or email us directly at podcast at livingmyfearless.co. We have so much more stuff in store, so definitely check out the website and check out the article. It's a really lengthy, in-depth, and good article about the topic we just talked about by Stephen Silver, uh, one of our ongoing contributors and content creators. And we have so much more in store in terms of apparel, so be on the lookout for that. We have a lot of big news coming, so we'll be back shortly with more. Thank you, guys. And do what, Reese? Keep living life fearless, y'all. Yep. Yeah. 2019. Peace. Peace. Catch y'all later.